Emily Lynch series. The first topic, black fathers died trying to protect their daughters. The second topic, has legalized marijuana benefit the black community? The third topic, white supremacy, the economic impact on African people worldwide. Before I go into my presentation, I need to say a, a brief prayer. Heavenly Father, touch the hearts and minds of every person who is listening to this video podcast. Prove to my enemies that you have called me to do this great work that is badly needed in our inner cities in America and in Africa. In Jesus, Yahshua's name. I encourage all of my Christian friends from around the globe to please add my name to your prayer list. Ask the Holy Spirit to connect me with other like-minded black people, African people who have the means and the skills to get our film project fully funded and made in Jesus Yahshua's name. I encourage my Christian group members in Light of the World Inspirational Group and Christian Spoken Word Network to please step up. Don't just post your videos in the group. I need for you all to participate on this show, either by calling in through Facebook Messenger or if you are unable to participate, then watch my video podcast. Leave a public comment on my Facebook page about the topic. Most of all, please share my video podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. If you can, please purchase my revised book on Amazon and read my story. Or if you would like to purchase some of our items in our virtual store, then please do so. Or give a direct donation through our PayPal page. I encourage people in my secular groups, Gurkaya of Chicago, Gurkaya of Africa, and the New Black Voices of Media to participate on this show as well. If you can, please purchase my revised book on Amazon and read my story. Or if you would like to purchase some of our items in our virtual store, then please do so. Or give a direct donation through our PayPal page. Without black support, without support from the black grassroots and the global black family, then I am unable to do my job. All I can do at this time is pray and watch our children die in the streets. And I want to do much more than just that. The grassroots community activist movement is an independent organization. We will raise the bar in black America and once we come to Africa and the Caribbean and Brazil, we will raise the bar there too. At this time, I am the business. I am the grassroots community activist movement and all of my members are part of this new movement that will change black America and Africa as we know it. We still have a grace period left to make major moves before God's judgment on America and other nations with blood on their hands. So we got to get it together, people. Every Thursday, I will present topics in order to get black people, African people, and others on my friends list and in my social groups to interact with me in real time. 
and discuss these topics through Facebook Messenger. Out of 1,478 people on my Facebook friends list, I'm seeking just 10 people who can come on the show to be on my panel and discuss these topics before I open up the show to my listeners for Q&A. If interested, then please send me a message to my Facebook inbox and I will send you the transcript in advance. If you are unable to participate on the show, no worries. When you have a moment, please watch my latest video podcast. Leave a public comment on my Facebook page about the topic. And most of all, please share my video podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Question. The question is... Are you guys serious about getting this film project fully popping? We're going to start getting things done. We need to own and control institutions in our neighborhoods. The only thing which is preventing me from turning my virtual Christian socialist organization, GERCAM, which is the grassroots community activist movement, into a real black Christian business, Rakai of Chicago, the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago is the lack of manpower and capital. This is why I turned to social media to get my message out to the public through my YouTube channels, my social groups, my blog postings, my online talk show, my virtual store, my revised book, and now through my future urban Christian film, Hood Liberator, Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins. This is my last attempt to try to do something positive for my racial group in America. The proceeds from the film will put me in a better position financially so that I can hire qualified black middle class professionals, buy office equipment, and purchase property on the west side and south side of Chicago. Rakaio, Chicago will be a great tourist attraction and help revitalize the black community and black businesses that's already there. Let's make history. Let's take control of our own community by supporting this black empowerment film. The first topic, black fathers died trying to protect their daughters. This is the second black father in a month that's been killed trying to protect their daughters. The first case is about a father who was killed by a teenager who struck, who snuck into his home to see his daughter. According to an article from the Advocate, a Louisiana father was shot and killed after confronting an un, an armed teenager who used a ladder to sneak into the father's home to visit his underage daughter. Um, Desmond Hamilton died from multiple gunshot wounds after an apparent shootout with the teenager identified by police as 17-year-old Nicholas McWhorter, who was also wounded, and he is in critical condition at the local hospital. The teenager faces charges of second-degree murder and illegal use of a weapon. Let's call it what it is. The father's daughter was having a romantic affair with her boyfriend, and it ended, ended up costing her, father's, her father his life. The reason we're talking about this is because I keep hearing this notion, protect black women by any means necessary. 
I believe black women who say the say say this are the same ones who put themselves at risk when then want black men to come and save her, save them. The second case is about a TikTok twins. A horrible chain of events started in Mobile, Alabama, when a famous TikTok twins known known for twerking was confronted by their father, who did not approve of what they were doing online. According to police chief Roy Hood, Hood the first shooting occurred around 10.40 p.m., an argument between James Walter and his two daughters. Another man tried to intervene to de-escalate the situation. James Walter pulled out a gun, and the other man pulled out a handgun and shot and shot to death James Walters. The, the suspect, by the name of D'Angelo Morrell, went to the famous TikTok twins apartment complex looking for revenge, according to investigators. The suspect took revenge on the wrong person. He fatally shot and killed a 74-year-old man. In this case, you have a father trying to discipline his daughters. Someone tried to intervene, and the father ended up dead. I urge all black men to learn how to exercise restraint and learn to exercise self-control because if you don't, then you could end up losing your life. This is what we would teach our members in Grakaio, Chicago. The second topic has legalized marijuana benefit the black community. We're going to use the case of um, Shakari Richardson. So Shakari Richardson tested positive for marijuana. Although marijuana is becoming legal in many states, it's illegal for world-class athletes who are performing at the Olympics. Some people in the black community suggested that she was being targeted because she is black. We have to stop making excuses for black people who have made poor decisions. Athletes who are performing at a professional level know the consequences if they get if they are caught using drugs of any of any sort i believe this sister was being deliberately defiant this often happens with black people the same thing happened to football player ricky williams who lost his football career because he failed a drug test I predicted in my revised book that marijuana will eventually become legal. My prediction came to pass in many states. There are lots of marijuana um, dis disseminaries popping up all over the place. There are very few black-owned marijuana dispensaries. Many of them are owned by are Armenians or Hispanics? My question to Black America, how has marijuana benefit the Black community? The third topic, white supremacy. 
the economic impact on African people worldwide. Um, the San the Sanhe Empire was a very successful empire in Africa. After the invasion of the Sanhe Empire in 1591 by Arabs, that gave rise to the Arab slave trade in East Africa. The Arabs made lots of money from the slave trade, transporting millions of Africans out of East Africa. The Arabs made an alliance with Europeans, and this is how Euro Europeans got into the interior of Africa. In 1884, Euro Europeans held the Berlin Conference. During that meeting, the financial elites carved Africa up with artificial borders and decided which European countries would control parts of Africa. By 1957, Europe made so much money out of Africa. Um, Ghana became the first African country to gain its independence. Today, France still controls 14 West African nations, including Ghana. We, if we fail as black, black people or African people to share this information with our people and family members and loved ones, then we are doing our people a disservice. I challenge all of my listeners to read about Fort Jesus and then come on the show so that we can have that discussion. I provide the link on my medium transcript under show and proof. So, uh, yes, I'm trying to keep stuff a little short as possible. You know, I understand that, you know, a lot of people got a life and, you know, you got things going on, you know, you're working, you know, you might be uh, parents, might be a student going back to school and all that. So I'm, I am mindful. But uh, again, the whole reason why I keep doing these, um, Topics on Thursdays is, again, because I'm trying my best to raise the capital. Now, I did create a, a GoFundMe before, but for some strange reason, they wouldn't give me that button, the donation button, so people can donate. Same thing with Strive um, on Facebook. I went through the proper channels. You know, I set up everything with my bank account and all that stuff filled out all the paperwork and everything and submitted all my documentations. But they still didn't give me that donation button. But again, um, God has, you know, the final say in, the, in all of this. And truth be told, uh, I wouldn't even have to do a film of um, Black America would have embraced my uh, revised book back in 2012, but it is what it is. Um, yes, I am passionate about this stuff, but again, you know, I mean, um, I just have to, I, I, I'm trying to give the vision back to the Lord because again, I don't want to spend the rest of my life trying to, you know, um, uh, do something positive, you know, and, you know, be treated like, like I'm some kind of, uh, scrub and all that kind of stuff. It's very disrespectful. I really want to get this organization up and running here in America so that way I can take my talents and skills to the continent because that's where it's at. Um, if uh, people that don't want to be part of us, if they want to be annihilated, that's on them. 
Again, all we're going to do is pray for people, show them tough love, and keep it moving. Because we can't help everybody. This organization is going to be membership-based. And yes, I am taking this personal. Um, this is more than just a new business endeavor. Uh, this is going to be a new system. And um, I just need brave and smart. I need to connect with brave and smart um, black people and African people to work with me and Sister Renee to turn this into a reality. So that's the one of the main reasons why, you know, we're going to focus on doing this film now because we can reach the masses that way. Uh, the proceeds from the film will put me in a better position to do all these things that I keep talking about, what I've written about. And before I come to Africa, I want to make sure that I will become a successful um, businessman here in America. So that way I don't have to waste time trying to explain who I am when I go to the continent. My work would speak for itself. But I do want my members to understand that um, once we have that physical building, the Kyrie of Chicago here in Chicago, um, that's going to be where it's at. Um, none of my members will never have to endure what I had to uh, experience. So, you know, I mean, I believe this is what God, this is God's plan for people to, you know, sit up here and ignore what I had to say for the past 29 years. I've been faithful at this thing. I didn't ask for it. But nevertheless, you know, it's just something that was on my heart. Got tired of seeing our people being shot and killed all the time. I'm like, what is going on? We can kill each other, but we don't know how to work together to build up, um, you know, businesses in the black community, stuff that's positive and productive. So, yes, I want to be able to reach our younger people because this is for them after all. But definitely black millennials and Generation Z. I need y'all to stand up. You guys was out there marching and protesting um, during George Floyd last year. And black people are still being um, harassed and killed by road cops as we speak. And they will continue to be killed. Because there's no real consequences. The president, um, Joe Biden, he's not going to um, do anything about... Um, qualified immunity. He's not going to take that off the books. Get rid of it. So, like I say, I'm in, yes, we have to get it started here in America. So, so that way, that's for credibility. Because when I come to Africa, we're going to uh, replicate the same business and everybody over there will be screened to and those that don't want to be a part of us, again, we're going to pray for them. Show them tough love and keep it moving. So, with that being said, I'm opening up the phone lines. And again, I encourage people that's on my friends list um, to just come on the show. You know, at least 10 people to um, try to um, be part of my panel when I do these um, weekly um, topics. 
if you're able. All you do is just tell me what a good time, and then I'm willing to readjust the time, too, to come on here. Right now, it's, you know, going to be at 4 o'clock, but I can change that. But again, I would like to have more than just myself, because I would, you know, just to help, you know, get this thing popping. All right, but that being said, the phone lines are now open. I'm going to wait around for about 15 minutes. If I don't have any call, then we're going to call it a day. But again, this is not about me. This is about our uh, our children. Because if we don't fight for our kids, um, road cops ain't going to fight for them. Urban terrorists ain't going to fight for them. And society don't care. These killings have been going on since, I'm going to say, since the end of the civil rights movement. And this mess has to um, stop. And also, before I um, open up the phone lines, I do want um, my listeners to understand. And my readers and all that. I don't want our members to live in those high crime um, war zones. That's why we want to be able to buy property over there in Africa. And so we want to encourage our members to, you know, um, come on uh, doing our African tours to, you know, come with us. So that they can experience uh, Africa for themselves and um, consider um, applying for dual citizenship. I mean, that's the best that I can do. And, you know, we want to set up, set up satellite communities so that way uh, African entrepreneurs that we meet on the continent, that they can, um, we can do international trade with them to help improve, you know, the little bit of the black community that we have left. That's the plan. But unfortunately, yes, white supremacists, they're going to destroy that too, just like they destroyed Black Wall Street. Because, again, that's just how it is. That's why I want to take my talents and skills to the continent and work with uh, African people that want more out of life. I don't want to have to be... If I have the uh, capital and the resources to do all this stuff, I would do that. But this is how come I wrote my story. This is how come I created my virtual store. This is how come I created um, my groups in the first place to connect with other like-minded black people and African people for us to solve these problems. And uh, it is this is this is what my film is basically. We're gonna. I'm, this is basically what I'm gonna have in my film, but I, I want to have other um, professional um, film crew and. A screenwriter and all that stuff to you know make it uh, so people can you know understand you know um, what I've endured because I'm not trying to make this just about myself. I'm trying to be a blessing to our next generation that this or that through this business it can be passed down. It's really uh, frustrating when I talk to our people and they just say that you know they're not interested and. Or want to patronize all these other uh, groups, but then they want to complain that they're being mistreated um, in those quote-unquote, let's say, like Asian um, 
beauty stores or, or being followed around and stuff in the stores. Well, you guys, you know, you don't want to work together. So this, this is the mess that happens. And all of this stuff um, that's happening is because black people fail to want to, to uh, unite and um, for us to um, build up our own infrastructure and build up our own organizations to compete with um, the dominant society. Because black people, we should have our own, um, I would say, equivalent to the um, CDC Center for Center for Disease Control. We should have our own. We should have our own uh, cable networks. But again, it is what it is, and I'm doing the best that I can. I'm just sitting up here trying to complain, but I'm just trying to connect with the brave and smart people that want to do business. And I dare black America, I, I dare black America to read my story for themselves and give my vision a chance because ain't nothing out there really working. With that being said, phone lines are now open.